Welcome to Eastern Wellness with Dr. Sufe Kaim. Eastern Wellness with Dr. Kaim is a weekly podcast meant for anyone looking for ways to improve the quality of their life, regardless of their current health status. Eastern Wellness with Dr. Kaim covers a variety of different health and wellness topics like nutrition, sleep, exercise, toxins, emotional health, and so much more. Dr. Kaim interviews health experts about tips, techniques, and trends in wellness, as well as regular people who have their own wellness pearls to share. For more health and wellness tips and resources, visit Dr. Sufe Kaim's YouTube channel, and that's Dr. Sufe Kaim, S-H-U-F-E-I-K-I-M-E. Thanks for listening. On today's episode, I sit down and talk with Amy Van Ako and uh, Amy, oh, I've been know Amy for a long time, more than 10 years. And our paths just keep closing each other. And uh, uh, right now I practice in Agabi and I will let Amy tell you all about it. So Amy, tell us about yourself and what you do and area of expertise. Yeah, sure. So I'm an executive director of Agape Therapy, which is a private practice, um, physical therapy practice and occupational therapy practice. But we have kind of a wellness model and that encompasses a lot of different things. And so within the umbrella, I'm the director and then I treat PT patients. And then I also, um, started the gentle gym which is a gym for individuals managing chronic pain and just individuals with multiple health issues and we kind of felt like a lot of times they feel like misfits um, with mainstream medicine and there's nothing against that i just wanted to bridge a gap for those individuals so we kind of take pt as the point of care and help try and navigate health and especially when it's complicated or dynamic or chronic and all of those things and use tools like the gentle gym or other gym or um more wellness oriented services just plus just collaborating with practitioners like dr kaim to to what it, to kind of give whatever the patient needs we're going to direct them that way we're not going to be territorial we're not going to be divisive we just want a collaborative environment for patients so i kind of facilitate all that within our settings Okay, so tell me a little bit about Gentle Gym. I know you guys yeah. have a therapeutic pool there, right? So can you uh, explain because that's a new thing in our community. Yeah, so we, I looked around to find a model for um, just creating an opportunity for individuals that really need to just move and de-stress and kind of get tools at their disposal to help them quiet down their nervous system so that they can even do the things we're asking them to do. So they're comfortable enough and feeling good enough to do the things that we're asking them to do from a therapy standpoint or treatment standpoint. Cause you know, it's really hard to ask somebody to do something if they're really foggy and fatigued and you know, most people aren't choosing to live like that. So the idea was what would, if I was in that, sh in, the, in that person's shoes, what would be something that would help me feel safe and, comfortable and welcomed and build social engagement because that's really important for health and we people really feel isolated and now with COVID having happened and happening it's even more so and so we took all these different pieces and I said okay we're going to have a space which is the gym we're going to attach it to physical therapy because that's 
an opportunity for evaluation and getting diagnosed with movement pattern issues and dysfunctions and all kinds of a you know spectrum of issues so we have a kind of a point of entry and then we and i made sure that that wasn't the only way they could get in so they could come in off the street and want to get an assessment or sorry want to get a membership and we just needed to make sure that these people had chronic pain and had health issues and that this environment was appropriate for them because we didn't want people coming in training for marathons and and you know being on that more intimidating side of this population who's just trying to move better so trying to get up from their their chair easier and put on their pants easier and sleep a little bit better and all those things so we were real protective of who comes in as members in that way and then we we do that by assessing them and um I think the big thing with the general gym is we have the gym side of it. We have the relationship building with the staff to the member so they feel comfortable asking questions. And we have all the tools at their disposal. So we have the warm therapy pool that has an underwater treadmill. We have the kind of some more normal equipment, but just fit for this population. And then we have something called the healing suite, which hopefully we'll talk more about, which I think is kind of the big difference maker for these these individuals and it's well for it really anybody but that healing suite has is kind of its own different animal that hopefully we'll talk more about but the idea is navigate or introduce somebody to a, a space give them some tools help guide them but give them independence like help them be more independent so that they'll carry this new behavior and and on their own you know when they're not even at the gym so and i think it's going pretty well we were only open five months and then COVID hit and so now we're kind of getting back on track with the routine and well with the routine we were hoping to have so it's good we're getting good yeah. feedback awesome so what are your three top wellness tips yeah so i this is super hard because i think it depends on the individual but if, if you pin me down and you force me to answer this i would say just movement like all kinds of movement change your planes of movement don't do one repetitive movement and i think because movement is a powerhouse for a lot of things a lot of circulation a lot of endorphins a lot of joint lubrication things we don't even weight management but things we don't even think about so number one would be movement number two i was thinking about this i'm a really big nerd with neurology and like your fight or flight system so i think i always use the word sympathetics reducing sympathetics because if your system is amped up like a lot of our a lot of ours are these days you can't do you can't be efficient and sleep well and and give your best to your family and all that because you're just trying to keep going and take what life's hand in you. So reducing sympathetics, and again, uh, we can go into more, more depth with that. And then forgiveness. And, and we don't talk about this enough because we feel silly sometimes talk about mental health. But if you think about just seeing how many patients I treat with chronic pain, for instance, who start talking about things that, is, that, that really has become baggage for them in their life. And if they could just set it down and kind of be done with it, how much better they feel how lighter they get how they turn a corner in their care so i would say movement sympathetics and forgiveness awesome so what's your favorite success story hmm i mean this is gonna seem weird because i i mean i can have stories of people that have we've done a certain treatment on and they've 
really come out well. But I, I honestly, when I, when I think about this, I think about when you can tell that you've reached a person who has felt unreached and you have motivated them to, or been an advocate for them and they've built enough faith and confidence in themselves that they're starting to advocate for themselves and, and make strides in their health just to live a better life. So when I feel like I have taken that person who's been on the couch and feeling um, isolated and not heard, and now they're out and about and they're helping other members, for instance, and their dental gym members, teaching them some equipment and stuff. I feel like that is successful because that's what we want. We want to change the direction of how this huge population of people is being served and then they can like create a ripple effect. So I have that like general one. And then I have another one where from a therapist standpoint, I like doing stuff that is effective, but maybe out of the box. So I like treating the people that are having a hard time getting results. And so I had a patient, a middle-aged woman who was having a lot of pain in her side and they were going to go in and do surgery and remove adhesions. And she just, she was really apprehensive about it because she's a big scar and has had a lot of issue. So I was like, let me try some visceral mobilization on you where we do some work on the organ area in the abdomen and the fascia around those tissues. And we did like a short handful of sessions and her pain was gone. And she went back to her doctor because they were going to have, the doctor kind of was set on having surgery. And he's like, well, sure, I'll let you try PT and see. But she went back and she didn't have pain. So she didn't have to have surgery. So number one, she didn't have to have surgery. And number well, and then number two, she's out of pain. Number three is we taught or exposed the doctor to another treatment that they didn't know could be available for these patients that are having a lot of visceral type issues. So um, I, that's kind of fun because that's a little different. Yeah. Wow. That's so interesting. So what's the best health and wellness advice you ever given? that I've ever given or I've ever gotten you ever given. So I think, again, that's a loaded question because I think it depends on the person, but I think, I think really taking a focused approach on getting people like reducing sympathetics in people, like getting them to understand how important it is to calm their nervous system down with different modalities so that they can, um, do the things we want them to do to get healthier to, or to rehab from a total knee or something like that. So I would say probably having discussions and really educating about super doable things people can do at home to reduce those, that fight or flight response your system's in. And so that would be, that'd probably be it, I guess, if I had to pick one. These are hard. It's hard to just pick one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So what, What's the most common challenge to health and wellness you are seeing in your, you know, agave gentle genes right now? Um, I think when you see, when you have people that are willing to trust somebody with their care and, you know, sometimes insurance covers it, but you still have high co-pays and you still have, you know, services that just are a cash pay service and they're spending their hard-earned money doing this and they're getting really good outcomes and it's way, way cheaper than the alternative of medications and procedures and injections and surgeries, though some people need that. I think the hardest thing is 
insurance and, and like limitations, like financial limitations for people to get care that they could really use. And I think there's a misnomer about preventative care is more expensive and it is not. When you look at like what the cost of one injection is versus, you know, a membership to something like the general gym and all that you're exposed to, it's just not even in the same ballpark. And so that's a really big, a big frustrating point because I think that limits people financially it limits people coming in whether they want to do it or not and so we always think they're not motivated or they're lazy and it sometimes is just straight up financial and that's kind of frustrating okay so is that happen more after the COVID hit or it was all along the challenge I think insurance is everybody's I mean it's we're grateful for it because it covers a lot of services and care that people need but it also is so regulated and so limiting on what it will cover that I don't, I mean, I don't think that's a new, a new issue. I think also when you put this effort to learn techniques and be progressive and have this dynamic approach to people, but reimbursement keeps getting smaller and chipped away at how do you, how are you in the, you know, inflation and life costs more and all of that reimbursements less and less and less and you expecting more and more and more you at some point it just doesn't work you you know you can't you have to be able to function you have to be able to get reimbursed for what it for the value of what you're giving a patient and the 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 so i feel like i could really dig into that and get frustrated about it but i think that would be our the long-standing frustration of most healthcare practitioners okay so who is a health and wellness innovator you admire and respect so there is kind of a world of something called biohacking right now that's becoming popular where people are choosing tools and practitioners and spaces that allow them to build resilience in their system, I guess is kind of how they put it. So like one of the things is this is an aura ring I wear and it's got little chips in it. And so it syncs with my phone and it can register um, sleep and something called heart rate variability and beats per minute and temperature and movement. So then it kind of just as a nice reminder, like how's my body doing? How is um, is today a day I can push it? Is today a, a day I should really rest? And so I have a little bit more of an objective measure of where I'm at with that. And so one of the guys, I, the guy in terms of innovator is Dave Asprey, who is a gentleman who does a lot of biohack. He has a biohacking conference and he introduces a lot of technology and tools for individuals. And the thing, the, the, the thing I like about him is the way he brings on experts in their field or for that technology piece or whatever and interviews them and says dig in deeper about why this works what you know where what's the research on it and kind of the you know justifying it a little bit so I, I really like him and he gives these little so he promotes a product you get a discount you can try it of course it's the way it's always set up and you you just want to do it because it looks like a good thing but a lot of the We've taken a lot of his stuff that he's um, educated the community on and put it in the general gym. So he's one guy. He's he's a he he was a Silicon Valley tech guy that turned wanting to take that he was really sick and he wanted to take 
figure out a way to take care of himself and he had the means to start building this world of biohacking and and so that was that's that's him as the innovator but the reason i like the biohacking ideas because they're tools you can have at home so you don't have to spend and you and you can spend it's little things like just the way you eat of course but it's also like the air in your house the an aura ring a you know infrared saunas like you can do really little small things that don't cost that much and you can do things that you can put in your home that cost a little bit more but they're all available at home and some of them are some of them you would go to a practitioner but for the most part they're accessible and that's why that's the other reason i like it and his and you know always these days when you have a podcast that can can take you into a little bit more depth of why something works versus i'm not very good at somebody just telling me you should do this like tell me why i should do it and and what's the benefit of it i'll try it if it works for me great i'll keep doing it if it doesn't you know that's kind of how i am so i feel like that's why i ch i choose dave Asprey for that is she is he the one uh introduced the brand tapping he he was he had it on there i don't remember if it was this year or last year's biohacking conference he did have brain tap but that gentleman is um dr porter so brain tap was a piece of equipment in the biohacking conference that they introduced um so yes i think so okay so are there any new health and wellness trends you want to try Hmm. There's, there's a lot of fun ones. I always kind of am intrigued by, um, ozone therapy and, um, ozone therapy is probably the one that I would try that I wouldn't normal, you know, that's harder to do on your own. That's not something that you, you would probably do. Um, the other thing in town here we have a float tank and i've done the float tank once somebody gave me a gift certificate but the idea of like quieting like putting your environment in a place where you get quiet you're floating it forces you to feel how you guard and hold yourself um probably doing a little bit more of that and then i think uh, intermittent fasting has a really big um following right now it's kind of the buzz thing right now um i feel i feel like it'd be nice to try it just to just to feel more clean like your system's running more clean and operating a little bit a little bit better but those are kind of I, I feel like i've i, I picked quite a few things to play with so i have i play in our infrared sauna i use a pemf mat i have an aura ring i have a cheat that is supposed to help with emfs and and um, ionize that so you don't have so many harmful effects from EMF. So I feel like I play with a lot of tools. Um, but yeah, the ozone therapy would be something I'd want to try. Tell me what's a PEMF. PEMF is pulse electromagnetic frequency. So there's a spectrum of frequencies that we operate within and we get, we cook our food with it. We listen to radio with it. We um, do like a, the way we the way we use our cell phone with 5g is super 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 high and so we have emfs that are not so good for us because they're hard they change how our cells function and replicate and communicate and it creates an impact there so pemf is using low grade what's called schumann's resonance 
and somewhere around there, which is a like kind of earth frequency as if you walked out in a forest to restore cellular function. And so it's a real, it's really low energy, but it create kind of facilitates a homeostasis by addressing how our cells are functioning where like cell phone, you know, the, in small print, they say, don't have it up to your cheek because of the EMFs you're getting. So we, but we don't think about that. We're thinking we're talking on a phone. We're going to have it up to our, up to our ear, but they have really aggressive 5G is really hard, in my opinion, kind of a scary thing to be using for us as much as we use our cell phones. So the mat, the PEMF mat is a, you can get them in different sizes, but for our, the gentle gym, we have two and they have a few different functions. They have the pulse electromagnetic frequency that's facilitating your cellular function and respiration, red light, which is just um, one piece of the spectrum of light that's therapeutic. and then they have crystals in it that jade and tourmaline and some of that um, that when heat bypasses through them it creates an ionization and that helps your um, cells and tissue i'd say like recalibrate or replicate more efficiently just function a little bit better so that's kind of in a nutshell what that is so tell me a, a little bit more about gentle gym well the goal, so the general gym members, this is what we really want to happen. We want to have a member come in, they get assessed, they get a, a, a program, not like super tight, but just like definitely some direction and some guidance. They're given some restorative exercises. So whatever we see in their assessment that needs to get corrected before we just turn them loose to movement, they start doing, we call them restorative exercises. They come back from a, for a program orientation. So now they're learning how to utilize the equipment, how to get in the healing suite and use the tools like BrainTap and PEMF mat and things that are a little bit like different for people. Um, and they do it in a way that they, in, in an environment and it's just like, welcome to try and explore. We want them to explore things that they feel like they want to do that day. We don't want to give them this regimen that they have to stick to and they never explore other things and they never really are mindful of how their body is feeling because they're just stuck in this regimen. So, um, and we gave them lots of options. So in their membership, it's one fee, there's no contract. Once you pay your membership fee, you come in and use whatever you want. So you wanna do the pool one day, fine. You wanna do an infrared sauna and a PEMF and massage chair combo, you can do that. You can do paraffin for your hands. You can get on an elliptical. Um, you can do like, we have a little mobility section. So we have little tools to help loosen up tight tissue and, and do some of that. So we have, we have trampolines and rebounders to do some rebounding and some lymphatic stuff and a vibration platform for that. Uh, we have virtual reality to kind of work on some vestibular stuff and eye tracking and just also have fun doing some movement and balance stuff. So we have a ton of options that gives people a lot of different directions to go and play and say, what do I feel like doing? What feels good to me? How can I just move and feel better? How can I take back some control of my life and how I feel by just making choices and um, going into the healing suite and saying, it's okay, I'm spending a half hour just laying here because I need to quiet down so I can get home and be a good person to my family. Um, so I feel like that's, that's, our goal and I think that really works and then people we always emphasize we want you to ask questions so 
if they feel like they're getting stuck or they they're just like nervous to try something like come talk to us come grab us we'll come show you how to do something so there's a trust and a feeling of like we have the best interest for your health even though you haven't felt heard in the past we're hearing you we see you and we want to guide you through this and then when you're ready to move on we're ready to help you move on and do more things and if it's going to another gym because you've got so much stronger and healthy then we're going to do that we're going to direct you there so in the midst of all that we want to change the way we look at individuals managing chronic pain and health issues so we want to have converse communications with practitioners too and say here's a place you can send them here let us help you do this um and let us let us dig into some of this a little bit and help their behavior change. Because if it was as easy as just telling them what to do, we wouldn't have so much issue. So anyway, there's a lot of goal we have with the gentle gym. It's, it's a, then that's why we want it to be a model that we can reproduce around as people um, see what it can do for them and their patients. As a practitioner standpoint, we want to go to PT clinics and say, look, this, we got this plug and play. We think this would be great for your patients this model because we there's so many like we're just talking about the cedar valley that's where we can you know people are going to drive within only a certain amount of distance we won't be other places so people can come in and do the same thing they're, they're doing here at our facility so so are you going to open one coming soon in near iowa or i mean we hope so we have an idea i think COVID is making a, you know, throwing a little wrench in everybody's plans, you know, but our goal is definitely to do that branch out and kind of do a completely separate, completely different community and just say, okay, we can do this in a bigger scale. Um, that is our goal in the very near future. We just wait for the right door to open. <laughs> so where did you get the vision for Gentle Gym? I feel like I just have always been really inclined to want to, it, it never made sense to me in school to rehab some, I mean, it did make sense. You need to rehab certain people, but I was like, why don't we help them not get to that point? Why don't we try and figure out ways to intervene before they have to have a surgery or before they have to have, they have such stress dependent issues. And so that started in college and then it just kind of, um, I felt called to different direct different doors and different avenues to just keep putting these pieces of the puzzle together until where we just got brave enough to say we need to do the gym we need we need a space for this like we we're trying to do it just as we see patients from the pt direction but we're like man it's too hard they don't have anywhere to go we can't send them anywhere we need a space for this and so we we got brave and we said we're gonna do it and we had a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of support. And so I, I would say it was just a early vision that we you know added layers to over the years as you learn skills and build yourself confidence and things like that too. But yeah. Awesome. So how can listener connect with you? Well, they can go if they are curious about the general gym they can go to the general gym website and you can hit us you know like if you end up having a question there's an email you can submit or you can submit a um be part of the wellness club and that all comes through me amongst the, the team that gets some of those emails so that's one really easy way 
Another way is my email, um, which is, it's, I mean, I, it's avanarkle at agapetherapy.com. And um, that would be, if you have questions or like curiosities or ideas or anything, I'm always open to hearing that and feel appreciative of the opportunity to get feedback from people or just like, hey, would you help help me get a certain direction? I've got this idea, what what have you experienced? So please don't hesitate to reach out and email and and you know ask those questions because that's what I did. You just gotta you gotta know what you want and you gotta figure out how you're gonna get it done. Awesome. So I know you are working really hard to produce the gentle home. Can you mm-hmm. tell me a little bit about that? So well, so we really started that because we're like because COVID made people not allowed to come into facilities and they needed to move. So we started Gentle Home, which is just an online platform for movement classes geared towards individuals managing chronic pain, but also not just exercises, but education and aspects of movement that like what I have shoulder, like they maybe don't have access to a PT or they're in a rural area or something where they don't have the kind of quick access to practitioners that they might need. So not that we're trying to diagnose anything, but just, just expose them to information to try things at home. Like try these few things. If you have shoulder pain, pay attention to this and this, if you're, if you're having real problems with some plantar fasciitis or sleeping problems and, and all of those things. So it's, primarily a movement platform, but definitely um, education for different pains that you have and giving them guidance. And then within that, we recognize that there's some people who it'll resonate really well and will want like more one-on-one. Well, we, you know, when you're starting to cross state lines and stuff, that's really hard. So we want, because virtual has become more normal now, we want to be able to offer one-on-one um, kind of assessments so we can say, okay, we see your environment because we're using our tablet camera or phone camera. We see your environment where you want to move and do your exercise routine. We see how you're moving a little bit and then we'll kind of judge, um, create a little maybe plan that they can follow to see how they do and get, you know, once you start feeling a little bit better, people are motivated to do a little bit more and they're thinking more clearly and they have more energy. So we just need to get them that foot out of the bed syndrome, like get up, get moving and get started. And then you feel like you want to do a little bit more. So that's what the dental home premise is. Awesome. So based on our conversation today, I challenge listeners in within 24 hours to do like forgiveness. I think that's a big piece of what Amy introduced us talking about like forgiveness and it can let you forget your pain. I think that's really huge mm-hmm. part of healing. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Thank you so much for your time. I appreciate, you know, uh, you taking your busy schedule to help us. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. And you, and you have so many different ways you help people and, and the way your heart is for people and just saying, what do you need? What does the person in front of me need? And so I really appreciate that. And I always think about that when I think about how can we do that for a group, you know, like the general gym member. So thanks for inviting me. Yeah. Thank you.